0: Imagine the transformation power we have at our fingertips, you all, when we choose to focus on discipling our own families right in our own home. What if you truly made December about Jesus and you kept Christ in Christmas like you never have before? How would that change you all? How would it grow your family through the new year? How would it impact your kids' self-esteem and their friendships and their schools? What about your workplace? in the way you show up in your community. Imagine getting to that morning of December 26th and being so proud that this was the year your family truly stuck to the true meaning of Christmas all of December. What would that do for you guys? We're talking about keeping Christ in Christmas this year you all and it is going to be easy, fun, and of course, meaningful. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who wanted to play college basketball, Jennifer Zumbiel. Here it is, middle of November, and we know what that means. All the crazy is about to get dropped on us with these holidays as if we don't have enough crazy already in our lives, right? Every other month of the year. I am getting ready to ship out all my Advent games tomorrow, actually, so if you haven't ordered one, go ahead and order one. You know they start December 1st, so you definitely still have time, and if you don't get it by December 1st, not on my part, but because you forget to order... That is okay. You can always catch back up. Go to togethermoments.com and get that. But I am shipping out these advent games because a lot of people ordered these so that their family can obviously focus on what matters this Christmas. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Here we all are, you know, on the eve of getting all this holiday stuff in order all of our parties, our Christmas shopping, our activities decorating the house, all the things, and I know you feel the same way as I do. We want to keep Christ in Christmas. Maybe we have a little pillow that sits on our couch that says it. Maybe we have a little sign. I have an awesome sign that I put up sometimes with my Advent promotions and and, uh, Instagram posts and things that say, it's a cute little picture of Jesus laying in a manger, and it says, Kids need a stable background. Isn't that the cutest? If you have shop where you make signs and stuff, I think you need to totally add that. It's adorable. I get so many compliments on it. I picked it up at a local craft fair years ago. But we all have these reminders that we try to keep telling ourselves about what the heck this season even is about. And Are we good at that do we actually live that through the christmas season do we get to the morning of december 26th and feel proud of how we made the advent season what it should be in our home or do we have some regret for what we wished it had been like i want to share with you a sweet story about one of my about what one of my daughters told me a couple years ago after christmas was over and she looked at me and she said you know Last year, I started the Christmas season, and I thought, I'm going to really think about Jesus every day and what Christmas really means, and I'm going to try to do a good job at that, and I did do a good job, and I got to the end of Christmas, and I thought that that was good because I really enjoyed what the true meaning of Christmas was, and she said, and this year... I didn't do that. And I noticed a big difference. I don't think that I really cared about Christmas as much being Jesus's birthday. And I want to make sure I do that again next year. So I want to make it about Jesus next year because this year wasn't that great for it. And I thought, first of all, wow. Okay. You're awesome. I have so much to learn from you. So profound for a little girl. And you know, I, i felt her sentiments there. There have most definitely been years where I start off thinking, I'm making this about Jesus, we're doing it, we're doing it this year, we're not getting caught up in all of the materialistic, secular side of Christmas and we're gonna do it. And those years are so fulfilling and I notice that, don't you? And then there's certainly the years where I get to December 26 and I have regret and I wished we had done things differently. Today, on this episode, I'm going to give you some ways and some motivation and some encouragement here at the before November or before Thanksgiving even hits for you to be prepared to make Advent what you really want it to be. We all know that Advent is a time to pause and reflect on the birth of Christ. Just so you know, a little history lesson on the story of Advent. Is that it's also a time to prepare for the coming of Christ at the end time so it's about both we use the four weeks before Christmas to celebrate Christ's birth and also to look forward to when he returns and as Christians we know we have to look at Christmas to understand so much of our faith so again I ask you are you pausing long enough as an individual and with your family as a whole to do that to ponder exactly what you want to be celebrating. We know where we want to be at the end and we can do it friend, we can. But let's talk about the obstacles that may keep us from having the advent we really want with our family because that's what we need to address first. And then we're gonna talk about a few simple things we can put into place in our home in the month of December to naturally help and encourage us to keep Going And you know these are going to be simple, guys. They are. I always come at you from a family of six. I'm a mom that is hustling my kids everywhere. It will not stop in December. It won't. We will still have basketball. We will still have dance. We will still have plays. We will still have school projects, parties, things like that. So I am always coming at you. From the point of make it fit into my real life, please make it fit into my real life. Please make it work. Please let me have no regrets. Please let me get to somewhere 20 years from now and be so proud that we did it, that we did it well and we didn't compromise our values and we said no when we needed to and we said yes when we needed to and we built our family on all the strong values that we knew we wanted and we didn't compromise that's the big thing okay so let's talk about the obstacles I'm gonna give you three things this is gonna be quick and I just want you to think about what gets in the way in your own life so the first one I would say is having the wrong perspective coming into this season and being consumed by the toy lists and the material things the stress the Christmas activities the parties the cookies the plays trying to make sure you get to all the events around town. Now, these, of course, aren't bad by themselves, but they are when our perspective or motivation is wrong because if we just keep asking our kids, hey, I need your toy list, I need your list, I need this, what are we saying to them? We are really just emphasizing that this is about things, and it's not. So if you need your child's Christmas list, maybe you say something like, Honey, I know, obviously, you know, you get Christmas gifts at Christmas time because we're celebrating the birth of Jesus and we want to honor him by just giving to each other and serving each other by giving gifts like Jesus received gifts. I would love your Christmas list so I can get a head start on this and, you know, really think about things that you might desire, but you do need so we don't go overboard and miss what Christmas is really about. That was simple. That's an easy way to change the perspective. And, you know, if we're talking about all the Christmas activities, step back and ask yourself, why are you doing that? Why are you going to the Christmas play? Why are you going to that event around town? Why are you getting frustrated that you can't pick a date to go see the Christmas lights at the local park or whatever. Are you getting frustrated because everybody in your family really enjoys this and it is so fulfilling for you guys and it provides so many gifts for you all? Or are you getting frustrated because in your mind you think this is some tradition you can't let go of? I mean, <laughs> we could do an, a whole episode on that, actually, because I think we as moms, the keepers of all the moments, have this mental problem <laughs> sometimes with letting go of these traditions. I certainly do. Hands raised here. I fully admit some of those decisions and holding on to moments like that is definitely all my part, my doing, and If I ask my kids, they really don't care about those things. And again, we could do a whole episode on why that matters also because we're creating these moments and our kids will look back and know that we cared and yada, yada. But that's not what we're talking about here. Just go back and think about all these things that are about to hit you and what is your perspective on them and what are you communicating to your children, to your spouse, to yourself when you take on these things or commit to these or communicate about them or whatever hopefully we've talked about this point enough okay number two the second obstacle is tag teaming off number one are you too busy i think that is a major obstacle this time of year we all know it well stop it Make a calendar with your whole crew, okay? I want you guys to sit down between now and Thanksgiving if if possible or maybe that day before Thanksgiving where your kids are probably off school and you guys can sit down and kind of just take time together before the hustle. Print off a blank calendar for the end of November In all of December and write down what has to happen so that would be of course your kids practices what things that you have to have a commitment to any meetings you have a family party you have to go to and then write down on a separate piece of paper what you all want to happen maybe you know you do have that festival of lights at the Cincinnati Zoo that's what we have that you go to every year well guess what we have gone to that probably for 14 years i bet we've gone since anna's been born and i let my zoo pass lapse this year this summer it stopped i didn't renew it because i don't have a baby at home anymore it's really sad i know so 14 years with a zoo membership i did not renew it may renew it next summer i don't know but i i said to my kids in the car the other day you know do you guys want to go to Festival of Lights this year at the zoo because I have to renew my pass. And we go every year because technically, you know, it's free. We've paid for it already. And (laughs) they all said, nah, I don't care. I don't care. And of course, Nathan said he wanted to go, but then I came up with something else that we could substitute for that feeling and experience and he was fine with that point being you know if we had just kept going and I didn't ask my kids I definitely would have planned a date go to the zoo and who knows maybe we will maybe they'll change their mind and say we'd really love to go but because we sat and talked about it it's one thing we can eliminate from the crazy and I'm not going to get to December 26th and regret that because we have some other things planned that will be good holiday memories for us and you know, good childhood things and all that. But I do know that when you take time to get together and all talk about what people want to happen, you actually will make the whole process feel more smooth and it'll be more enjoyable. So talk about that and say no to things that don't matter. If you Do a cookie exchange with your friends every year and you just, it's gonna be too stressful to bake all those cookies and too stressful to get there. Don't do it, say no. Spend time with your family, go to your kid's basketball game and forget those things. So really stop making yourself so busy and be prepared to forego those things before you get to that obstacle. The third obstacle is something that I've been talking about. And number one and two already is the pressure we put on ourselves to make it all perfect. You know, that includes the decorations at our own house, the parties we might throw or go to, uh, the experiences, again, that I keep talking about. And we put so much pressure on ourselves as the mom, again, the keeper of the moments, to make it all perfect. And we got to go back to that whole philosophy of, quality over quantity. And the small moments can be really, really special without making them so huge. So maybe your small moment that would be better for your family is just you guys sitting at your house, baking some cookies together, laughing, listening to Christmas music, not caring about the clutter all over the house, rather than getting dressed up in matching outfits that you stress over to go see Santa at that cute spot downtown with the photo op in the background, like who cares? It's not about the Instagram moments and those pictures to show off on social media. And with that, I think we can get so consumed when we do that scroll at Christmas time and see how people's houses are decorated and what new farmhouse decoration they got for their mantle. I think we put so much pressure to have some kind of image of what we think this holiday season needs to be with our family, and it really takes it away from the true meaning of what we really want, what do you want to look back on 20 years from now on your kids' childhood Christmases and you watching them enjoy that time? Is it going to matter what your mantle looked like? It's not. It, it will probably look cute in some pictures, but <laughs> that that is not the meaning. And obviously, it's okay if that's your thing. If you love decorating the mantle, I'm talking about the point of getting where it's just creates so much anxiety for us because we're trying to have so much perfection, so much pressure around it. And, you know, just know the difference between it being your love language, the way you serve people and being full of joy, life giving versus extremely stressful. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. So now that we've looked at our obstacles and kind of feel like we've gotten control of that and figured out what's about to um, or what could knock us off course and you feel like you have a knowledge of that, let's come up with a plan. Number one, and there's going to be three points here as well. Number one, does your family even care? Does your family care about keeping Christ in Christmas? Is that something that you've talked about enough where you have, you know, built that foundation to make them care. What do you guys stand for? Do you need to be challenged on that? Do you need to be challenged to stand up for that in your family and, and bring everyone back to the heart of what matters? I think I've shared this story on here before, but I remember years ago I was in a Bible study and I like went to some leadership trainings and stuff. And Anna was two or three at the time. So our family was young, and I remember one of the leaders challenging us to look at our home environment and the decorations in our home and what someone would feel like when they took a step into our house. And she said, would someone walking into your house know you're a Christian? Would they know that you love Jesus just by walking into your house? Would they know what you stand for? And my first thought was, no, they wouldn't. They might be able to find something if they hunted around. But no, they wouldn't know. And it completely changed me and my outlook on how I wanted to raise our family. Because adding those simple things is not about showing off to people. It's not about trying to uh, create some image that isn't true. It's about creating an environment that is constantly communicating within our home what we stand for encouraging us on a daily basis and really creating those moments for when people come into your house to openly share your faith and to let them know what they can expect when they come into your home so the same thing would would apply to what you want to get out of Christmas and if your family even knows so Maybe you're sitting here thinking, yes, yes, we want Advent to be about Jesus this year. But does your family want that? Have you had enough conversations and enough examples set to help them to have those strong convictions as well? And this would be a great idea for sitting around the family dinner table tonight or in the next couple evenings and say, hey guys, let's talk about this. You know, Christmas season is coming up. Advent is the time before Christmas, the four weeks before to prepare for the coming of Jesus. And we all know how crazy Christmas can get. And if we're not careful, it becomes completely about the materialistic side. And I know none of us want that, but we haven't really talked about this. How What do you guys want out of the Christmas season? And what can we do to stay on track? Let's talk about this. And then hopefully you have your spouse jumps in, your kids jump in, and everyone kind of says something. And it leads to a really meaningful conversation and you feel like you can get your plan in place. So number two would be the next step to this conversation is how do we do that? The answer really truly is to gather the small moments. It's why your home environment does matter. It sets the stage for what you stand for. So if you you know, wanna feel natural to pop out a Bible verse when your child is feeling nervous, then they need to see Bible verses as a regular thing in your home. Small moments is also why you have to say no to things or you won't even have any small moments left in your day to do things. So make sure you have things in your home and things in your schedule that naturally provide these small moments to happen. Do you drive your child places and turn off the radio? Do you take your children for a bike ride by themselves? or you know, do you even suggest it when they're watching a screen? Do you say, hey, let's turn that off and go play a game? I know you may be thinking, okay, how does this help me keep Christ in Christmas? The point is when we consciously pay attention to these small moments and we create them and we leave room for them, then we can stay focused on what really matters and you will have that in your in the forefront of your mind in these small moments everything doesn't have to be big it all doesn't have to be magical it all doesn't even have to be talking about jesus it just has to be in a framework of this is what it stands for let's get away from the cultural secular meaning of christmas and let's keep it about family keep it about faith keep it about friends relationships those sorts of things and not the crazy chaos. Don't let that win. Don't let the materialism win. So the third thing I'm gonna tell you is bringing this together. Number one, does your family even care? This is gonna make your family care, make it fit naturally into your real life and not feel awkward for them to care. And it's going to make those small moments be fulfilling and focus and give you something to work towards. And if your goal this year is to truly make December about Jesus, we got to think about this. It's no secret that Christians have a history in our world of bringing goodness, of changing entire countries, and of being the light in darkness. And the truth is today, you know, we are always facing battles of good and evil. But No doubt there are some serious spiritual battles taking place in our communities right here in America, and all change starts with ourselves. Imagine the transformation power we have at our fingertips, you all, when we choose to focus on discipling our own families right in our own home. What if you truly made December about Jesus and you kept Christ in Christmas like you never have before? How would that change you all? How would it grow your family through the new year? How would it impact your kids' self-esteem and their friendships and their schools? What about your workplace and the way you show up in your community? Imagine getting to that morning of December 26th and being so proud that this was the year your family truly stuck to the true meaning of Christmas all of December, What would that do for you guys? What would that do if you did it, if you told someone to do it, if you suggested this to your sister, to your best friend, if you shared this with them, if you got off this podcast and you texted your friend and said, hey, I just was thinking about this. And what if we all focused more on Christmas as the birth of our savior, Jesus Christ? How would that change everything? What if we all committed to that? What if this was a movement? How cool would that be? But it has to start with ourselves first. And I'm so passionate about coming to you guys with ways that really work and that feel natural because I know having these kind of conversations with within our homes is not easy for everyone. Clearly, my love language is communication. It's words of affirmation. It works for me. I know that that's not everybody's strength nor their children's, their spouse, whatever. So if we have these tools that just help, that feel like we're outsourcing these things, it works. There's a lot of things already that take our daily moments in the Advent season. We have um, just in the time before Christmas, this has nothing to do with Jesus mostly, but a lot of us get visits from elves and those elves show up daily and our kids are thinking about that. But what does that do? Yeah, it's fun. I'm not saying that you have to get rid of this, but you know, what is that really focusing on? And then there's something like the together for Advent set with the stickers where you count up to Christmas and you consciously talk about the story of Jesus's birth and Mary and Joseph. And you talk about that. And maybe you have your other thing in your house and we set up our nativities, and we look at them, but what if we had something that was just easy to do every single day that felt like it fit? All right, I made it for you. It's going to be so simple, and I wanted all of us to have something that we could do, and it would provide good results, and it would keep this in the front of our mind with still being able to go to all of our things that we have to do and we can come together at the end of the night and have something super quick to focus on. And it's free, it's free you all because I wanted this to be in every family's hands. I didn't want anyone to feel like they had to pay for this. I just want this to be in everyone's home because I know it's gonna make a difference. It might seem super small to you, but that's the point. These small moments change the world. They do because when you focus on it in your family, it, it makes a huge, huge difference. It changes your mindset and that's that's what makes transformation happen. Okay, it's this. I created something, I just call it Together Small Holy Moments. All it is is little slips of paper that you print out at home. I have it all set up for you guys and you Get a jar, any jar, put it next to your your nativity set. You're already setting one up, but what do you do with it? Do you just have it there? Do you talk about it? I know some people move the wise men towards their nativity set each day. We don't do that, but I've seen it. It's pretty cute if you want to start it. But if you kept a jar there and on the jar, it said, we commit to gather small holy moments as our gifts to Jesus this Christmas. It would make you think about it. It would make you see it every day and you would think about it. So then what if that jar was full of these blank slips of paper that said, our family gift, our small holy moment. And it was a reminder to you that every day you have an opportunity to focus on God, to live like Jesus, to shine the light of him for your family to see, for your community to see, for your friends, everybody. What if you could use the month of December for your family to gather small holy moments and place them as gifts before your Nativity? You can, that's it. This is what it's about. It's about the small moments and staying focused and fitting it into your everyday life. You may say, what the heck is a small holy moment? What does that look like in my life? It's super simple. All it is is noticing God, anything that helps you to do that to praise Him, to serve Him, to kneel before Him. This could be noticing God in the sunrise, giving a neighbor a ride when maybe it wasn't the easiest, laughing together as a family while you played a game together. Just noticing that this moment is a gift from God. It's a gift from God, maybe it's a gift from you to God. It is a moment where you notice Him. You can use this verse from Matthew chapter 2, verse 10 to 11 as a reference. It says, they were overjoyed at seeing the star and going into the house. They saw the child with his mother, Mary, and falling to their knees, they did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts. Of course, this is the wise men. I don't know how often we think about them during the Christmas season, but they came in complete faith. They had no idea what they were going to find. They just followed a star. They they followed God and his call to them. When they saw the star over the place where their Savior was born, it says they were overjoyed. Some versions say they were delighted. Do we pause long enough? And are we training our, our families to practice this as well? Do we pause long enough to become more aware and notice the joy of our savior all year long but especially during this month of December you can you can do it in all your moments you can collect those moments as a family you can write them down and you can have a physical representation of that commitment to this practice and a daily practice for your family if you've decided this is what you want for your family that this is what you guys want to stand for over the next four weeks and take this habit into the new year, then I think it's time to let the elf know that this year is about Jesus, which is why we made you a postcard that is included in this downloadable set you can print at home so that he can stay and he can help your family to gather small and holy moments it's a pretty cute postcard. You fill in your elf's name and it says, it, it lets him know or her that you need their help. But hey, we're keeping it about Jesus this year and not just Santa. Go to togethermoments.com. It's at, right at the top of the website. You can print it right from home. It is four sheets of paper. You can also go to togethermoments.com slash moments. All you have to do is get a jar and set up your nativity. And if for some reason you don't have a nativity, that's okay. Just still set up the jar, put it on a basket, whatever works the best for you guys, and start taking time to gather these small holy moments every single day. I'm really excited to share this with you all and hope that it truly does make you slow down a little more this Christmas, helps you to do that and make the whole season very super special where you get to December 26th and the entire family just says what my daughter did, that they are so happy. They really made it about Jesus this year because it changed the entire meaning of Christmas.